M-I-C-A-H Beats Welcome, welcome, welcome to Just Therapy, where we talk about life with a comedy twist, with your host, comedian Sean Boyd, Antonio Ferguson, and Miss KT. We talk about a whole bunch of shit from politics to people actually taking shit. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the therapy session. Man, this be dope. Make a motherfucker want to rap. I can't rap, man. Hold on, here we go. I can't rap. I really can't. But come sit down on the couch with us. Man, I can't rap. Come to the couch. Enjoy the show. Let's go. Just another day on the couch talking about all the problems of today. Welcome back to another episode of Just Therapy. It's another beautiful Monday evening, y'all. Yeah. Another day to end your work Monday off right. I know Mondays be a drag, but we are here to end it off and finish out the week strong with you. So let's go. Yes, yes, yes. Big shout out to my guest last week, Ratchet Pete. Big shout out to him. That was a fun episode. Yes, it was. And as always, I got another fun episode lined up for you tonight. Yes, I do. So with no uh, no hesitation, let's get it started. I've met this guy from a good friend of mine that I know from the men's softball community. Good friend of mine. He had, uh, hit me to somebody that was in need of a comedian and he uh, introduced us and it was all, uh, it was all, uh, you know, uphill, downhill from there. Let's make some noise for the two Jimmies and the founders of Wardy's Laugh Factory. <laughs> What's going on, the two Jimmies? Oh, we're hanging out, man. How you doing? Hey, you know, being blessed in life, man. I'm here. So, same old, same old. You know how I go. How about yourselves? Just uh, grinding it out. Um, got a show coming up here soon. We're really excited about that. Okay, we'll we'll get into that in a second. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just call you older and younger Jimmy. Older Jimmy, what's up, man? You over there quiet and shit. What up, my brother? I'm hey, good. Not much, man. I, you ain't got enough liquor in you yet to be talking, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Liquor's quicker. We hey, listen. I know that for a fact. <laughs> liquor, I barely even know her. all right as y'all know this is the number one uh interactive podcast so whatever you put in the chat i will read and if you're in the right chat i'll be able to show it on the screen so if you uh in the chat on my uh, my personal page it might not show up on the screen but i'll definitely read it Uh, but if you're on the just therapy the podcast page on facebook or youtube it will show up on my end and I will show it on the screen. So, hey, put the chat, put the, put the questions in, put the highs in and I'll show it. So let's go. 
So let's start off, man. So I, I met y'all, like I said, I met uh, older Jimmy from my guy, old man. Oh, man, why the fuck I can't re remember his name? John Birch. Yeah, from Birch, man. Big Birchy, man. That's my guy. I've been knowing him for probably like eight, maybe nine years from the Minner softball community. Good friend of mine. And he was like, oh, they'll love you out in Ashtabula. So he hooked me up with you and. He's the only one that ever ejected me from a softball game. I was just about to say that. <laughs> only, only time he ever got ejected from a softball game. In 35 I like, years. I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> All because he said fuck on the and, field. <laughs> and that's hilarious. And my uh, computer wanted to act up. Yeah, not on, not on uh, Birch's field, man. man. You got to watch your mouth on Birch's field. All right, so. Back to how we got introduced. Softball community, of course, uh, Birch, you can't cuss on his field, especially if it's at him. You can't do that on my field. I'm going to kick your ass out. But I didn't, I, didn't kick, I didn't kick dirt on him playing around at a charity tournament. He just kicked it back on me. So <laughs> that's not like that, that kind of relationship. Good guy. I wouldn't advise nobody else to try that, though. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about how y'all got into comedy. Uh, older Jimmy, how'd you get into comedy? Well, it started like actually 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, I was working for a guy named Brian Kaufman. He used to be in the Northeast Ohio area. Okay. And I did a couple shows for him. Not much, you know, just a couple shows. And then, uh, he packed it up and went to Vegas because he looked like Grandpa Monster, and they started doing commercials for him on uh, uh, what's that uh, network TV Land. Okay. So he started doing commercials on TV Land, and he bailed on me. And I'm like, man, I don't want to stop. <laughs> right. I want to do what he did. Right. Okay. So, that's what I started doing. He looks like we're right. gonna cry talking about it. I'll, I'll be looking like I'm gonna cry all night. <laughs> <laughs> you wake up at three in the morning and tell me you're not gonna. <laughs> all right, younger Jimmy, how did you get into comedy? I mean, for me, it was like I've always enjoyed comedy growing up. Um, a lot of I got into stand up at a pretty young age. I started watching, well, I, honest, honest to God, it started with like shit with like south park when i was like 10 years old he was having me watch south park <laughs> and, and um things like that really just got me going i started watching like old uh like old george carlin things uh robin williams and uh, eddie murphy shit like that and that really got me into like wanting to be funny i've always like been eccentric in my life okay. so bringing that to the stage i think is really fun Nice, nice. All right. So let's talk about how y'all transitioned into Wardy's Laugh Factory. Tell me a little bit of the backstory about that. How did y'all get into it and like say, let's do it and kind of have our own kind of, um, you know, uh, comedy club at different venues? <laughs> and it's been a really cool thing. I mean, obviously, we've only been doing Ashtabula County so far. Uh, we're looking to branch out at some point here into Lake County at some point soon. Um, but we, it started with, I guess, probably around the time that I was like 16 or 18, we were, um, somewhere in that range. Um, we were talking about 
like getting together, doing some shit like this. And um, at the time, we we had another like a uh, Wardy's uh, business that we had, and it was not as cool as the one that we have right now. Okay. Uh, we we were Wardy's painting because nobody wanted to fucking paint houses. Okay, okay. <laughs> And uh, that that got a little bit fucking tedious. I mean, watching paint dry, making people laugh, a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, definitely a lot different. Yeah, nice, nice. So, uh, so what made y'all pick Astrobula? Is it just because that's where y'all from and that's where y'all stay? I mean, it's home. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I was talking about it the last couple shows about how I was I was living in Youngstown for a little bit, and mm-hmm. I hated Youngstown. Um, <laughs> thankfully I moved back now. So, um, who would have thought that Ashtabula is, is, is home and is exciting for us, but here, here it is. <laughs> we would go. like to branch out though. We're, we're looking to branch out. We got a show in Willowick coming in, uh, March. March. March yeah. Okay. Nice. Nice. All right. So, um, so was the first show y'all put together was was that the show i was on yeah that's the first official show correct yeah that was where we actually hired somebody to come in and work for us okay our our first actual show (laughs) um i I headlined it and he went before me it was at my buddy's uh garage bar that he has there was probably about 30 people there and i was just like yeah let's do some stand-up comedy fuck around a little bit and he killed it that night. He was so much better than me. You know why? Right. <laughs> because he was so incredibly drunk. Why is that? <laughs> he so incredibly drunk that <laughs> half of that his liquid set, courage. Half of his set was just him saying, "Well, I'm an alcoholic." <laughs> the whole entire time, and it. And it was a younger audience, so it, it, it killed with all my friends and everything. <laughs> <clears throat> but that was nice. the, the first show that nice. that was the first show that we did before um, we worked with you. Well, and we went Eagles. to the Eagles and Connie. Oh, I don't count that one. Why? Because you bombed. Yeah. Well, they told me that I had to be censored in like twenty minutes before the show. <laughs> we we that was kind of like a practice run, I guess. Like a. Um, we didn't have no hired events, nobody hired or nothing. It was just local people. Mm-hmm. And we, we tried our best at that. But, you know, the the uh, the people that ran the uh, the Eagles club that we were playing at were not too keen to some of the language that we were going to use, I guess, was the best way to put it. Because they had the doors open and everything. And, you know, yeah, they had the, the room for their uh, benefits or whatever they want to have. And then they had their social quarters and they left the social quarter doors open so everybody could hear it. And the people in the social quarters was not very happy with the situation. And like the way that that works for me is like when somebody tells me that you got to be uncensored, well, you got to be censored like 20 minutes before you go on to a set. Uh, honest to God, it's not even about like, I, I'm like super like, profane during my performance it's just like sometimes i have to say like swear words to be able to like stick with my rhythm i guess is the best way to put it like if i if i don't have if i don't have leeway to say fucking shit and dick and ass if i want to like it's, it's kind of a problem 
Yeah, well, you're not going to work at church anytime soon. Well, yeah, I'm not Levi Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Levi Davis, but I, I, I don't think that I could translate that well into it. You always tell me, just do your impressions and stuff like that, and I'm just like... Mm. Well, you're good at them. Uh, I mean, it depends on the day. But that that's what happened in Conneaut, and it was very unfortunate. And I remember I was about five minutes into the set, and it sucked. <laughs> I was yeah, like, I'm done. Because <laughs> I, remember, I remember you telling me to, uh, about that because they wouldn't let you cuss. Yeah, right, right. And it, it, uh, like I was just saying, it kind of messes with my rhythm. It messes with my cadence. If, like, mm -hmm. I, I can't say the things that I want to say, I guess. So. Right, right. Yeah, it happens. It happens to the best of us. Yeah. So let, let's ask about some upcoming shows. What y'all got in the works for Wardy's Laugh Factory? Okay. I wrote it all down. Oh, boy. You know, I can't remember everything. Oh, boy. Because I am an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. So... <laughs> Um, our next show is going to be this upcoming Saturday at um, ABC Lanes in Ashtabula, Ohio. Uh, we're going to be doing a uh, benefit for one of the uh, uh, the owners there who um, who has uh, was it stage four cancer? Yes. Yeah. So we're doing um, they're doing a benefit for her uh, for funding for her cancer treatment and everything. Um, they're doing like a. Um, what is it? A spaghetti and meatball dinner, something uh, like rigatoni, that. And rigatoni meatball. and meatball, whatever, some kind of okay. stuff, or whatever. Um, and uh, it should be fun. We uh, got 50 50, we got Chinese auction, we got uh, pool tabs, cardboard crack. Yeah, uh, cardboard crack, huh? That is the most white trash shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and we got a lot of things going on that day to help okay. out this woman. There you go. And, like, this is a bowling alley that's been big in our community for many a years, so it really helps to be able to show some love to them after they've showed so much love for our community and him especially. He's been bowling down there for many a years. All right. What's after that? After that, we are doing that show. Then December 2nd, we're going to be at Becker's Restaurant. Okay. January 13th, we are going to be at Max's Pizza and Grill. And Grill. <laughs> February 17th, you know we're going to be there, don't you? The winery, right? <clears throat> well, we're going to be at the boot in Geneva. You're going to be with us. Oh, that's the boot. Okay. It is a regular bar, but yeah. They got a nice area there, though. I think that we're going to have a pretty good crowd there. I'm excited for it. We will nice. be. And then March, we will be in Willowick. Okay. Nice. Willowick. I, like I didn't write that down. It was, uh, I think it was like a. Guyreno, Garinos or something like that. I can't fucking speak English. What are you guys on? Because I got people asking me. We are on Facebook Live and YouTube. YouTube. Facebook Live under what? Uh, just therapy. The podcast. Oh. <laughs> People are All asking. right. So I, I like we're to ask other where we're at. Oh, okay. I like to ask uh, every you know person that's in comedy. I like to get the top five. Uh, older Jimmy, give me your top five, dead or alive. You know, I also wrote this down. <laughs> this motherfucker. I mean, 
Hey, uh, gotta be prepared, right? <laughs> Mark Malloy says never take notes, but this is a different fucking circumstance. <laughs> you know? My top five. You want it from the bottom or the top? It don't matter in any order. Oh, my goodness. Number one, Larry the Cable Guy. Why? Because I am a hillbilly. I, I, I ain't asked why. Just give me the list. <laughs> and then I, I'm just all over the place because I grew up with Eddie Murphy. Okay. He spelled Murphy with an F, by the way. That's okay. And Robin Williams. Okay. Jeff Dunham. And one more. And nobody probably knows who this is, but Foster Brooks. Okay, nice, nice. Younger Jimmy, what's your top five, dead or alive? Um, uh, well, number one for me has always been George Carlin. Uh, I don't, I don't know why I like the political shit for some reason. Um, Dave Chappelle, um, Robin Williams was criminally underrated as a stand-up comedian, in my opinion. Um, Eddie Murphy, and then I've really been in the Shane Gillis recently. Um, okay. He, he's funny and shit. That new Netflix special that he has, incredible. Nice, nice. Good list, good list. All right, give everybody your social medias, man, so they can follow you, and then we'll continue with the show. Absolutely. So, I mean, really the only social media that we have right now is the Facebook page, uh, the Wardy's Laugh Factory Facebook page. Um, we're up to a whole 275 likes. We're killing it, man. Hey, there you go. <laughs> that's, good, that's good stuff. <laughs> That's good stuff, man. Got to start somewhere. Got to start mm -hmm. from one, you know. You wanted to be at a thousand before the last show. Uh, didn't yeah, quite well, make it. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> I'm, to be fair, with the with how much social networking I used to do, like it, it drove me nuts. But <laughs> hey, I get it. I get it. All right, so let's get into the show before this computer start acting up on me again. <laughs> we always like to start with a recap on what happened to us this weekend or whatnot. I'll go ahead and start us off. My weekend was pretty cool, pretty chill. Uh, Friday, what did I do Friday? I forgot. Shit. I chilled, me and little mama chilled uh, all day. We went to Bob Evans and ate good and watched a movie, read a book, and just, you know, ordinary stuff. Saturday, I uh, went and umped the charity tournament. And uh, my girl, uh, my girlfriend picked up little mama. They went out and had fun. They went to the zoo, went and had sushi while I was at the ball fields pretty much all day. But it was a cool tournament. And uh, Sunday was a good day. It started off really great. I got to uh, hang with my son and my daughter at the same time. So we end up going to Bob Evans again, talking and laughing and having a good old time he had to pick up his drums from my house so that was my sunday and then today you know ordinary work day man you know back to the back to the work grind what about y'all exciting uh i mean not this weekend to be honest last weekend i had some fun i went out to hollow weekends um never been to cedar point before and my girlfriend went on the the what is that the screaming vengeance i think it's called and let me tell you I would have shit my pants if I was up in that thing. Oh my <laughs> okay. god! That I, I'm I'm afraid of heights, man. Like, um, but two steps on a ladder, he's done. <laughs> <laughs> um, but otherwise, I mean, working. Unfortunately, <laughs> hey, gotta work, gotta work. Gotta make. So what about 
What about you, Oda Jimmy? Anything exciting happened this past weekend? Man, I bowl every Friday night. Have fun hanging out with everybody. And Saturday, I just chilled. And Sunday, I chilled. I had to watch my Buckeyes and, you know, had to have a couple of refreshments during that. There you go. A couple. Yeah. Yep. My Brownies got a win yesterday, so I was oh, happy they, about they, that. They whooped some ass. Their defense was incredible. They were playing a Division II college team offense. And if they didn't, and if they didn't shut them out, I was going to get worried. So <laughs> they handled their business. Mm -hmm. so David Ward chimed in and said, damn, those two are ugly. And then Hunter Russell said, still vengeance. I think uh, that yeah, that's what it was. Okay, the steel yeah. vengeance. Yeah, nice, nice. All right, and as always, we like to do childhood memories. We like to let the counters and the fans get into my past, even though I haven't told everything, and like to let the people get into my guest past as well. So since I got two of y'all on, I you know I'll go ahead and save one of mine. Go ahead, give me one childhood memory, older Jimmy. Give me a childhood memory. It can be funny, crazy, it don't matter. Just give me one childhood memory. Well, you got to remember, I'm I'm like from the 70s and 80s, so I don't know how many people are going to get this. But there used to be a show on TV called Make Me Laugh. Mm -hmm. And it had contestants come on, and they'd have different comedians come on and oh, yeah, uh, do, uh, do a little skit to try to make them laugh in like 30 seconds. Okay. So we used to play that when we were kids. Oh, okay. And... I was uh, up next. Me and my cousin used to do it. And I was up next, and I I went in the back room, and I changed into my little costume. Okay. My sister was always the contestant. Okay. And, and I came out. I had a cotex over my head <laughs> like I was a jogger. And I had a string tied around me with two teacups covering my nipples. Okay. And two baseball gloves, because we had like 20 of them. Okay. Covering my balls and my ass. How'd that go for you? She lasted 42 seconds. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. That's hilarious. All right, younger Jimmy, give me a childhood memory, man. So I'm, I'm going to give a little context uh, from a couple shows ago that we did. Uh, I got into some hot water about how uh, I was I was making fun of kids and, because uh, somebody's baby mama saw it. And I, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, I've been making fun of kids since I was a kid. I've, right. always, I've always been a bully. Like, <laughs> so... Um, when I was in the fifth grade, I was having a birthday party and I, I had this whole elaborate plan about how I was going to have this uh, kid from my class over and uh, I was going to have my friends beat the shit out of them. Okay. <laughs> so we were all playing backyard baseball and uh, I, I gave the, the tip to the kid to hit him with the pitch. And... Uh, we had a nice little backyard brawl, and the whole reason that I had that kid get beat up is because he was a ginger and he had Tourette's. And I thought, <laughs> thought to myself, wow, I'm a terrible human being now that I'm 28 years old and I think that. But right. 
<laughs> but back then, that was the funniest shit ever. <laughs> man, that's crazy. <laughs> What's that? Um, my, people aren't right, man. Right. Hey, I get it. I get it. <laughs> my dude, OG Ray Jones in the building. What's up, fam? He say, I actually remember that show, that uh, Make Me Laugh. That, that show, I actually remember that show, too. I think I seen it maybe one time, but I, it was one of them old old shows that I seen a couple times. They yeah. always had like a guy on there called the Unknown Comic. He wore a plat uh, a brown bag over his head. Okay. <laughs> That's what we do is brown stands too. They're brown hey, bag. hey, hey! Watch your mouth now. Watch your mouth. Hey, I am too. I'm just realistic. <laughs> Oh man. All right. I'll give y'all a childhood memory. Uh let's see where I want to go with this. Uh let's uh, you know what? So um so one of my childhood memories is uh in, in middle school. I used to hate reading out loud in class, hated it with a passion. So I used to fake like I was asleep in class, but still get caught on because the teacher thought I was sleeping and still have to read. Mm -hmm. So I would like start stuttering on purpose and then get through it, right? just to make people laugh. And I, I hated reading so much in school. It sucked. It like, it really, really sucked. So that, that'd be my childhood memory this week. All right. That'd, that'd be something simple and quick. All right. So uh, Tom Cox chimed in. He said, David Ward, very ugly, especially old Jimmy. <laughs> we got Bren Banco in the building. She said, good win yesterday for the brown, for your brownies, Jimmy Ward the third. It was great win. Great win. We got to keep those up. Oh, that's my boy Brian down in Youngstown. All right. All right. So we always like to do a subject called flowers while they still here instead of being conditioned like so many of us are to give people flowers while they dead and gone. We like to give people flowers while they can still smell those roses. Uh, so my flowers this week is actually going to go to uh, another person I call my little sister. I got a lot of little sisters and little brothers and uncles and nephews and all that shit that ain't even related. But so uh, Rajia Gregley, it is her birthday today. So happy birthday, Gigi. But I definitely want to give her her flowers because just a strong individual that she is. She's so cool, so laid back, always about her business. Every time I look at her Facebook, she out of town vacationing, but still working from out of town. So uh, just her being a mom and, and being an entrepreneur and just doing her damn thing. So, Gigi, you getting my flowers this week, baby. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy yeah. birthday. All right. Uh, younger Jimmy, we'll go with you this time. Younger Jimmy, who you want to give your flowers to? I'm going to give uh, my flowers to my buddy uh, Dylan Thress. He okay. recently, uh, his wife passed away, unfortunately, recently to some uh, complications from a surgery. It was his second wife. And he's not doing too good with the whole marriage thing. The first marriage that he had. Mm -hmm. um, I actually uh, did the uh, the officiating of it, and okay. I, that was the only time I ever did a wedding, and I was over for one. There but, you go. Never do another wedding. But um, great guy. Uh, I always give him the smoke in 2K, but I, I just want to show some love for him and uh, let him know that I'm there for him. Hey, there you go. You're getting your flowers today, brother. All right, before before older before old Jimmy give me his uh flowers, uh David Ward said, Jimmy Sr., tell him when I threw shit on you. <laughs> Damn. And then and then Banco 
said those men are sexy as hell and I gave them <laughs> any flowers I, I could. How dare you call them ugly, David? <laughs> Christy Rose chimed in. She said, heck yeah, that's nice of you. Uh, Banco said happy birthday and Debbie Adair said happy birthday, girl. Appreciate y'all. All right. All right, older Jimmy, who you want to get some flowers to, brother? I want to give my flowers to uh, Phyllis Wright. Okay. She uh, sort of raised me off and on. I'll just cry. I told you this was going to be the hard part. <laughs> Anyhow, she uh, always been there for me. There you go. She has a stage four cancer. Mm. And that's where my flowers are going because I love her and appreciate her. There you go. There you go. Well, she definitely getting her flowers. She definitely deserve it. That's what's up. That is what's up. I told you, you that. give me the hard part. <laughs> now it's going to be A. Hey, anytime you talk about somebody you love like that, man, it's hard, man. It's all right, man. Just not let, letting you know they you love them, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. All right, let's get into these topics so uh, older Jimmy can stop crying on us real all quick. All right, I'm done. There you go. Hey, like I said, ain't nothing wrong with that, brother. All right, so our first topic, uh, I got some uh, updates on Ja Morant. I don't know if y'all heard about this, but I remember last year the 23-year-old got caught on Instagram waving the gun like he was like, a thug or something, knowing he got all that money and he in the NBA, so he ain't got no reason to be a thug. But they gave him eight games last year on that same that first incident. Then his dumb ass got caught again on Instagram Live again doing the same stupid shit. So this time the NBA was like, you dumb motherfucker, we're going to make an example out of you. And they gave him 25-game suspension to start off the season. And if you're a basketball fan, you already know the season is on and kicking. And Ja Morant, one of the best young talents in the league right now, has to serve a 25-game suspension. Any thoughts on that, fellas? I was, uh, I'm thinking about this meme that I saw about all that. <laughs> and um, when they picked up Derrick Rose in the offseason, I saw this thing that said, uh, guns and roses, mm-hmm. and that shit cracked me up. <laughs> but I mean, he, he's a good ball player, man. I mean, just got to make sure that he gets his head out of his ass, and hopefully, he learns from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully, he learns from it. But he's young and dumb, and I don't think he want to learn from it because the first time you got in trouble, and then they gave you eight games. How can you not learn from an eight-game suspension with no pay? Now you're on a 25-game suspension with no pay, and you're letting your team down for the first 25 games. And then when you come back, you got to get your feet under you. You got to get the rhythm going. You got to get your teammates going. So it's like you're doing it to your team and yourself. Like when Didn't you they go, start like 0-5 or something too? One more time? I think they started like 0-5 this year or some shit like that too. Hey, they might start 0-25 without him on there. Mm-hmm. And that'd be all his fault. Older Jimmy, what you think about that, man? Oh man, I I don't follow basketball. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> well, I do. I like I like basketball objectively more than football. Okay. There you go. I like yeah. college football better than anything. 
ba- baseball is my favorite sport. Baseballs though. are yeah. our love. Yeah. Oh, I love me some baseball. I just can't watch it on TV. I gotta be. I gotta be at the stadium doing it. I love it. it. It taught me patience. Watching it on TV. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, I fuck all that. Yeah. Absolutely, I love it. Kids taught me patience. Have a kid, and you ain't gonna watch baseball no more. <laughs> have me a kid. <laughs> Tired of you saying I just have cats. <laughs> Listen, those are my children. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I, I had to give an update because the simple fact we talked about it when it happened in uh, in March around that time. So I got to give an update. He ended up giving a twenty five game suspension. Which is I don't you know I don't know exactly how much he gets paid a game, but I'm sure it's more than a million dollars a game, probably maybe somewhere around there or somewhere close. It's at least in the hundred thousands. Like so, he's he's losing all that money and rightfully so. Like he really needs to smarten the fuck up and get off the dumb shit and keep it moving. Just play basketball. He got to surround himself exactly. with better people. You know that's what I think it is because. Any real person, you're going to have a good team around you. You ain't going to have no knuckleheads that got their hand out the whole time. You're going to have people around you that'll be like, no, man, don't do that. Don't post that. Don't go live with that gun in your hand. Put it down. Put it away. All that stuff. Because you got to have a good camp behind you. You got to have strong people behind you. Right. And the thing that hurts my heart the most is his dad is mostly around him all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how do you not kick your son in the ass and let him know, dude, you cannot do this. Exactly. You're going to ruin your career. You're going to mess around and maybe get hurt thinking you a thug. Because these real thugs out here, they ain't going to just brandish their gun. They go actually use their gun and something might happen. So you got to stop doing dumb shit. Man. You, know, you know, the NBA stopped testing for weed, too, I'm pretty sure. So, like, just smoke some weed, dude. Like, you don't have Stephen A. Smith on TV telling you stay off the damn weed, uh, anymore. Right. Like, make it happen. Right, <laughs> absolutely. And truthfully, uh, weed ain't gonna make you do dumb shit like that. That's bullshit. No. Like, no. I smoked a lot of weed. That ain't had me brandishing no gun on live or nothing like that, or, or even you know brandishing a gun for no damn reason. It just it didn't have me doing that. You know what I'm saying? So we can't blame it on weed. Can't blame it on weed. That's just blame. That's just straight stupidity. That's what that is, you know. So, all right. So let's go to the uh, comments again. Uh, Christy Rose said you did great, Jimmy. Yes, Banco. How you go? Just go. So Banco said flower segment is beautiful. Big fan of it. Thank you so much. I got to keep doing that. Uh, Jim Wright said thank you. Jim Wright also said thank you, Jimmy. Love you. Uh, Debbie Adair said, what? No football. And then I'm not going to read this other comment because fuck bitch again. Uh, Banco, uh, <laughs> Banco said, indeed, nope, I'm not reading that one either. Oh, he and said, then, Bas- huh? Billy Besson. No, no, he's talking about Brian Banco. Oh, okay. Yeah, Banco. yeah he, they, they talking, you know, about bitch again. Yes on one and yes on two. Yeah, there you go. And then uh, he said, yes on, yes on issue two. So listen, I don't tell you where to vote or how to vote. Just go vote, damn it. You know, that's all I care about. So Yep, that's it. That's that's all I care about. I don't care who you vote for, just go vote. But yeah, so like I said, I wanted to get an update on John Morant and let y'all know what was going on with him. So 
Uh, I think this is the perfect time to take our one and only sponsor break. Please don't go nowhere. We got more topics, more funny shit to talk about. And we really go get into the nitty gritty with these other two topics coming up because I got to talk about this dumb, crazy shit. So, all right. So listen, don't go nowhere. We got more of the founders of the Warty uh, Comedy Factory. Uh, Comedy Factory. <laughs> Warty's Laugh Factory. More uh, Just Therapy coming up. Y'all know me. I'm your host, comedian Sean Boyd. And I'm taking us to break, baby. Don't go nowhere. Man, I love me some pizza. Yes, and I know I talk about it each and every week, but I'm telling you, I got the best pizza place for you. Twisted Tomato Pizzeria. Yes, they got three locations. First location is in Cuyahoga Falls at 1909 Bailey Road, Cuyahoga Falls. Their address, excuse me, their phone number is 330-928-2222. Second location is in downtown Akron across the street from Rubber Duck Stadium. That address is 325 South Main Street, Akron. Their phone number is 330-849-5707. And the last location is at 3031 Graham Road, Stowe, Ohio, with their new location. Been open for about two months. Their phone number is 330-673-9414. One zero, yes, indeedy. And the best part is, I like the downtown location because of the beer wall. Yes, they got a beer wall 36 glorious taps of wine, ale, IPAs, laggers, whatever you can think of. It is so beautiful. And I like to call it the Dave and Busters of Beer. Why? Because you can go in there. You put money on the card, you take the card up to the tap, and you pour as much beer as your heart desires. I mean, it's just so good. When it hits your lips, it's just so good. Another thing I love about Twisted Tomato Pizzeria is that they cater to your taste buds. Yes, they cater to your taste buds, meaning anytime you order, whatever it order, it's going to be right. And specialty orders are always on point. See, I'm a cheeseless type of person, so anytime I order anything, I say no cheese, extra sauce, and it's always right, and that first bite, I'm telling you, as soon as I take that first bite, it'd be like, "Mm, mm, bitch, like it is that damn delicious, it is so good, and you got to check them out, anytime you're in the area of Akron, Calgary Falls, or Stowe, you got to check out Twisted Tomato Pizzeria. Mention Just Therapy, the podcast, and you receive a 10% discount. Yes, money off. Money off is always a good thing. 10% discount. Ask for the owner, Brad Colbert. Mention Just Therapy and get some money off, y'all. And they got a slogan, and I keep telling them. I had them on the show about two weeks ago during the Real Father episode, and I told them, you got to change the slogan to, bitch. But he's still scared. So if this pizza is possible, Twisted Tomato Pizzeria, you got to check them out. I'm telling you, you go, you're missing out if you don't check them out. All right. So uh, listen, next week is going down, y'all. Y'all already know I do this every single year. Next week, it is here. The 12th Annual Suicide Prevention Fundraiser. Next Monday, so 
No podcast, no live stream. I used to live stream the last two years, but I'm not doing it. Too much work. But the fundraiser is here, y'all. Doors open at 6.30, show at 7 p.m. at the Funny Stop Comedy Club, 1757 State Road, Calgary Falls. All proceeds go to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. It's a $15 donation at the door. With that donation, you get a free raffle ticket. We raffling off great things. I'm telling you, I got $100 gift cards for Hibachi Japan. I got gift cards for the Chinese buffet in Kent, Ohio. I got $100 uh, for tattoo gift cards, uh, Longhorn Steakhouse, DBA, uh, Outback Steakhouse, Brick House donating. I got a liquor basket to raffle off. I got a Brown's beautiful blanket that's getting raffled off. I got wine raffling off. We got a whole ton of shit to raffle off. So come and sponsor, excuse me, come and support something great. I've been doing this for 12 years. It is so near and dear to my heart. And I'm telling you, suicide is preventable. So we got to do this every single year to keep honing that in because the numbers are still going up. All right. So it's going to be me, myself, comedian Sean Boyd, and a slew of funny friends. I got Chris Harvey coming. Chevy Terrell is coming. Katrina Brown is coming. My guy Tommy Echoes on the bill. And I just added another late entry today. My guy Big Bear is in the building. So I'm telling you, I got a slew of funny, funny people on the show. So please come check us out. 12th Annual Suicide Prevention next Monday, next week, next week, November 13th. Come to the show. I promise. Show starts at 7. I'm getting you out no later than 9, 10, because I know people got to go to work the next morning, but it's going to be for a great cause. So come check us out. You do not want to miss this. Always a good time. Never fails. All right. So back to it, y'all. Welcome back. Thanks for not going nowhere. More just therapy. Listen. The topic I got next, y'all, I had to I had to get out of my hoodie and leave mm -hmm. the brown, brown shirt on since we got it. I had I had my Joe Hayden on, my orange Joe Hayden on earlier, but it had a spot on it, so I had to throw it in the dryer. So I had to bring out the brown one. I got a I got a white one too. I'm a Browns fan, so but uh, so don't think I just went and put this on and did like a wardrobe change. I just took the hoodie off because it was hot. So, but listen, so it's always some crazy stuff going on in the news, right? And this week was no different. I seen a story about a ex-boxer, Puerto Rican ex-boxer Felix uh, Verdeo, sentenced to life in prison in the killing of his pregnant lover. Crazy stuff, y'all. Listen to this. Former Puerto Rican boxer Felix received two life sentences on Friday after he was found guilty in the grisly killing of his 27-year-old pregnant lover. A federal judge sentenced uh, Varejo uh, following emotional speeches by the family. Uh, he has been found guilty of, uh, of kidnapping that leads to a death and causing the death of an unborn child. His attorney said Friday that he plans to appeal sentencing. Like, how do you appeal that? So it says this sentence should serve as a lesson for others, Puerto Rican police commissioner said. It doesn't matter how much fame, money, or power you think you have. If you break the law, you will 
have to respond. During the early trial this year, uh, a friend of his, also charged in the case, said the former boxer had pressured him, oh, pressured Rodriguez, who was the victim, to get an abortion. He also testified that the day uh, the boxer killed Rodriguez, the ex-boxer punched her and injected her with a toxic substance before they tied her limbs to a cement block and threw her off a busy bridge into a lagoon in broad daylight. Woo, shit. They later called 911 anonymously and provided the location of the body. An autopsy found that Rodriguez had fentanyl and some other shit, a sedative used for animals, including horses, in her system. Uh, the case stunned the U.S. territory where many have demanded better protection for domestic violence victims. Uh, the boxer had participated in 2012 Olympics and became a professional boxer that year. He finished his career in the lightweight division at 27 and two with 17 knockouts. This damn story is baffling to say the least. Mm -hmm. it, it is so many damn layers to this story. First off, condolences to the family because that's some bullshit right there. Like, you spent all that time having sexual relationships with this person. They get pregnant, right? And they don't want to get an abortion. But then you go ahead and take their life? Like, what gives this dude the audacity and the gall to take shit into his own hands? Like, the child support wasn't going to be that motherfucker much. He ain't even no boxer no more. Like, just take care of your motherfucking seed or just pay the child support and don't see the seed. But why would you take two innocent lives because your bitch ass want to play God? Like, oh, my gosh. I hate hearing stories like this, y'all. What's y'all thoughts on this before I keep going in on this dumbass? You got all the thoughts on it. Uh, I had some really bad jokes going through the back of my head, but I mean, <laughs> condolences for the family, obviously. But like, that that is crazy, crazy shit. And it's unfortunate that we live in a world like that, where you you could even think to stoop to that level. I suppose is the best way to put it. Right. Absolutely. Older Jimmy, what you think, man? And like he said, it's just crazy shit. Unexplainable. No explanation for why anybody would do anything like that. It just boggles my mind. It does, man. And I'm glad his bitch ass got two life sentences. I hope they run concurrent so his bitch ass can rot in fucking jail. Yeah, I agree. And if they don't give him the death penalty, I would rather him rot in jail for that entire time and spend every single day behind bars, miserable like the little bitch he is. Because, man, how could you? Like, I can't phantom that. Like, I really cannot phantom that. And I know this is a, this a podcast with comedy, but, you know, life with a comedy twist. But we got sometimes we got them hard-hitting topics that we got to just talk about, you know what I'm saying? Because um, domestic violence is real, man, and these bitch-made people, women and men that beat on their significant others, just like, I don't, I don't get it, man, because it go both ways, you know what I'm saying? I know 
dudes that's got beat on, you know what I'm saying? And I know women that's got beat on. And this fucking cowards, man. It just makes no fucking sense to me at all. I, I, had, agree. I had a dear friend of mine lose her life because a protection order ain't nothing but a fucking piece of paper. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's you know, true. What it is. Yeah. You say what? I thought that's truly what it is. Nothing but a piece of paper. None but a piece of paper, man. They got to have better laws and better protection when somebody literally wants to get help and wants to get away, man, because some of these motherfuckers is just plain old crazy, like no regards for life, man, like at all. And it's it's sickening that people have to go through this, man. Like her family lost a daughter, a cousin, an aunt, you know what I'm saying, let alone a grandchild, you know what I'm saying? Or, or a grand cousin. Like it just makes no sense to me. These people that want to play God and do all this crazy shit, man. Like, Oh man, it irritates the hell out of me. Like we talked about the mass shooter last week. Like you do all this and then take your own life. Like, man, just take your own life. Right. right. Why take other people out with you, man? Like that don't make no sense to me at all. I agree. That's like the most cowardly shit there is, really, though. That mass shooting, and then they just off themselves. Like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Or suicide by police. Like, why even take lives? Like, go get help. Go get therapy, man. Go sit in somebody's chair and talk that shit out instead of taking somebody else's life, man. Like, it's just that shit irritated the fuck out of me when I read that story. I'm like, wow, this dude. And I've never, I can't. I don't remember. I can't say that I saw him box or anything like that, but you literally, bless you, you literally throw your life away and ruin other people's lives just because you don't want a kid? Like a kid. I know they get on your nerves, but damn, man, come on. Like you can get past the kid getting on your damn nerves from time to time. Getting on my nerves all the time. Oh, whatever. But it's definitely still a blessing to have them, man. Like you just disregard life altogether, man. It's just if, if you're able to do the nut, you got to nut up. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely right. Yep. Nut up. Take responsibility, man. It's you just... look like the fucking mailman to me. Oh, you know the fuck hey. I don't look like a fat version of you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we had to talk about that real quick. I ain't mean to bring the bring the thing down, but. Oh man, I had to talk about that because that shit. When I read that, I was so fucking disappointed in reading that man. It just did not make any sense to me whatsoever. And I was like, why would like why like why would you do that? Like, there's no way, no reason. What about that cat dish did? Like at all, at all. Yeah, little bitch. He's talking about his cat. Y'all are not cats, man. Both of y'all own cats. Why no dogs, man? What the fuck? I I think dogs are too much maintenance, personally. (laughs) The cats not? No, dude. They just hang out. I mean, sometimes they'd be on some crackhead shit, but, like, um, otherwise, like, they're pretty chill for the most part. My my cats are, are, are pretty chill. I mean, except for, I guess... My cat, she, he likes to jump on shit, but, like, he ain't too crazy. She's a precious angel, though. I love her to death. (laughs) (laughs) 
And but you own a you own you own a cat too. Yeah, but my cat's what's that make, the best what's that cat ever. Huh? My cat's the best cat ever. Come here. So what that make you? Come here, Cisco. <laughs> Let's get you on camera. Leave your cat off camera. We don't want to see. I'm <laughs> <that. laughs> that bitch. Do, do you do you have any pets, Sean? I do not. I got oh, kids. Well, yeah, that's that, fair. You know, that's enough for me. I got to feed them that's every day, take care of them. You know what I'm saying? Clothe them, all that stuff, man. I don't, I don't need no pets. Kids are just, it's just pets that you made. I don't need no pets, man. I can tell her to go get me uh, something, but then she always telling me to go get stuff. So, you know, like, I'm cool on pets, man. That's just more money out of my pocket. I don't need, man. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. No. Here's Cisco. No, fuck Cisco. Get out of here with that phone <laughs> shit. He don't sing. That ain't the Cisco I know. <laughs> He can start I bet he got a nice voice. <laughs> Here you go. You're on camera. Get I the bet fuck he out would be here. like a he'd be like a, a bass and a choir or something like that. A bass and a choir? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. I got another I got another crazy story for y'all. Uh here we go. So a teacher sacked and arrested after girls made up sex claims for fun. Gets a payout. All right, listen to this shit. A male teacher at an all-girls grammar school has been awarded $60,000 after he was sacked over sexual assault claims. Pupers later said had been made up for fun. Like, really? For fun, motherfuckers? Come on. So Jonathan Hawker, who taught math and computing, lost his job at Davenport High School for girls after students said he assaulted them by touching their thighs and massaging their shoulders. He endured the, the brutal experience of being arrested at his home before being dismissed from the Plymouth School for gross misconduct. His appeal against uh, the sacking was then rejected despite police dropping the charges. He has now been awarded, like I said, $60,000, his annual salary, after employment tri uh, uh, tribunal ruled the school's investigation was wholly inadequate. The school also failed to provide a safe working environment for its staff, in particular men, the panel added. Uh, they held remotely at Bristol, heard a student wrote a statement to her tutor that another girl identified only as student H had said Mr. Hawker had touched her leg. Uh, Ruth Morgan, the head of the Safeguarding, spoke to student H, who said that during a lesson, Mr. Hawker had knelt down next to her and put his hand on her thigh. Uh, in further discussions with other pupils, uh, Mrs. Morgan heard of a similar incident described by students, as well as false rumors. Uh, Mr. Hawker had previously been suspended for touching a nine, touching a nine-year-old student. And had an affair with the with the six former. It's like this British shit. So it's like backwards. I don't know. What <laughs> uh, the hearing was told that the instructor of the school's acting head, Beverly Bell, Mrs. Morgan, took statements from the girls. One girl reported that uh, Mr. Hawker made her feel very uncomfortable by massaging her shoulders and stroking her arms. She said, uh, "Has seen Mr. Hawker stroking other girls' thighs." And other girls uh, said that happened to them. 
The teacher was also accused of winking at girls, Ooh. the panel was told. So he was suspended pending investigation, right? However, in July, two girls from the year above said they had been stood uh, with the group. Uh, they stood with the group of accusers when they admitted they tried to get Mr. Hawker fired for fun, the hearing was told. This was passed on to the head, uh, but the school appeared to reject the older girl's account. Mr. Hawker was arrested after two of the original group agreed uh, to police involvement. The hearing was had, investigation was launched. Police dropped all charges a month later, right? So he ended up being awarded $60,000. They said a fair investigation would at least have included a transcript of the interviews, uh, made no finding of whether, whether Mr. Hawker committed the misconduct alleged. What they can say that is uh, he is innocent and a playground plot can end a career and destroy a reputation. The school is not providing a safe work environment for its staff, in particular male staff. What the fuck do y'all got to say about that? Ain't that shit crazy? Yeah. Um, they must be pretty fucking bored in Britain is pretty much what I'm getting out of that. It sound like some like some like British mean girls type shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Older Jimmy, what you think? Ditto. <laughs> he said ditto. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, oh God, I, you guys get me on this stuff. I don't know a lot about. You don't know about sexual harassment. I just read. I just read the entire story. Panda, you don't know anything about sexual harassment. You never sexual harassed a woman in your life. I you hope not. Harassed. Damn it! I know he has. Not today. <laughs> y'all crazy. <laughs> I just read the story. What y'all think? Like these girls literally lied on him. To try and get him fired, like you said. If I you mean, saw was he like a, but do we know if he was like a total asshole or if he was an asshole or not? He's a teacher. Like you shouldn't be lied on, and then yeah, I mean, it's fired like, for no reason without a fair investigation. Like they no, said, no, it happens to work at my job place all the time. People lie on each other to get each other in trouble. Yeah, but did they get like charged with sexual harassment? Not lately. No, wait. I'll, I'll tell you what, though. There's... I can't say it never happened. I mean, good on him for making that, for getting that money for all the shit that he went through with that. But, like, at that point, like, is it even worth it? $60,000 to lose your job in a one-time lump sum. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my and thing is. not going to be able to teach anywhere else. So, but that's, that's my thing. So, when you get that, them charges dismissed and win that case, it just proves the fact that they lied on you, right? So you can actually go somewhere, go somewhere else and teach. You know what I'm saying? Because they could have ended his teaching career with these lies. So I'm, I'm glad they got to the bottom of that and figured it out. Couchers, people watching the show, what y'all think about that, man? That's just crazy. He, he's gonna be a sex ed teacher next. I hope not. <laughs> you, you better you better go to all boys school or something. Well, matter yet. I mean, you might get in trouble for that one too. They welcome might, welcome you know, to Horning University. Like that's crazy, man. Like being at an all girls school and the male teacher, and they got mad at him and lied 
to get his ass fired. Like, what kind of shit is that? Like, you can ruin this guy's livelihood. But, like, the, but the funny part is they're really young girls. Yeah. Well, I mean, what do you expect from the fucking Brits? Honestly. I expect them not to try to fight us. You ever we'll see how them. those people eat breakfast? <laughs> You're messed up. With the mushy peas? Of course they're going to do some crazy, stupid shit like that. Mushy peas? What's this about mushy peas? That's what they eat for breakfast? Yes! It's it's weird. And I was just talking about it the other night with the British people. <laughs> I, I was like, why do they call fries chips? And they call cookies biscuits. And I looked at my girlfriend, I'm like, and why the hell do they call soccer football? And, and she's like, you know, they call that that everywhere besides the United States, right? I'm like, yeah. So, well, fuck off. Okay. You don't know the history behind why they call it football? I do. I'm just being an asshole. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, they're using their feet. Exactly. <laughs> and it's actually older than American football. I had to look it up one day. <laughs> Yeah, there ain't much he doesn't know about stupid shit like that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, shit. That's crazy. Oh, I'm my God. That's why he's my sidekick, because he answers yeah. questions I can't. I'm like his publicist. <laughs> Did you say his publicist? Yeah. And you didn't advise him not to put that punk-ass cat on the screen, huh? I like cats. I, I, I was with him. <laughs> <laughs> that cat was beautiful. I'll tell you what. I thought I had to do damage control uh, at the last show that we did because he, he he said something kind of silly. I'm talking about his Puerto Rican friends. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. We started no shit on the podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you smooth it over? Did you get everything settled, though? <laughs> oh, yeah. It was all good. Apparently, <laughs> Apparently, they're used to him calling the Calling them the slur. Uh-huh, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, my bad. But, but they're so used to it with me. Oh, shit. Oh, my gosh. Y'all crazy. All right. It is time for crazy, funny, fucked up. News, yeah. All right, so this is funny. All right, we'll, 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 we'll move it all over. All right, so parent mistakenly puts can of Guinness in child's packed lunch. Yeah. Older, older Jimmy, I thought this was you for a second, but it wasn't. <laughs> I had to double check and make sure. <laughs> I had to double check and make sure. So, <laughs> lunch. If it was, it would be Bud Light. I was going to say, he wouldn't have to <laughs> Oh, my God. So, listen, a father shot teachers after accidentally packing a can, a can of beer into his son's lunchbox and sending him off to school. The incident went viral with his 20-second clip on TikTok, gained 2.7 million views after uh, Will Myers uh, revealed that he packed – he excuse me, he had picked up his son from school after unintentionally including a can of beer in uh, in with his lunch, all right? So in the video, he admitted, well, I have to go pick up my son from school today because I made a big mistake. 
Whenever my son was born, the best advice I got was, you know more than you think you do, but today is not that day. Meyer showed up, uh, showed how the accident happened and showed two black cans, one of Guinness stout beer and the other can of sparkling water brand named Liquid Death. He explained, <laughs> you see, one of these is sparkling water and he likes for me to pack it in his lunch because it's awesome. One of these is not sparkling water. Although it looks like a sparkling water can, it is not sparkling water. Uh, Myers then revealed that he had to be uh, had been called by a son's school regarding the incident and added, therefore, I have to go pick up my kid from school and try to explain this situation. Uh, some TikTok users commented on the mix up admitting that their parents had unintentionally packed beer brands into their lunch boxes as children, thinking they were cans of Sprite, mm -hmm. while other slated companies responsible for creating water or and soft drink brands that were intentionally made to look like alcohol. It says, I'm sorry for laughing. I hope you were able to explain, one user added. Um, and then it said, oh my God, I would love to see everyone at school's reaction to that. Yeah. So let me show you, let me show you, I'm going to show you the uh, the beer can real quick. Here we go. Hold on. Let's see. I'm going to do this real fast. All right. And Hold on. Here we go. All right. Give me one second. All right, here we go. I'm going to share my screen so you can see it real quick, and I'm going to show you what the cans look like. Can y'all see that? Yeah. All right. So one, it says Guinness, and it's a black can with gold on it, and then the other one says Liquid Death. It's a black can with gold on it. They both, are, they look almost identical except for the name, but those cans are too similar looking. It's blue. It is not blue. It's black. <laughs> <laughs> They're too similar about that. Yeah. So I mean, what, what's what's y'all comments on that? Like, what y'all think, man? That's crazy. I, I think that if he packed me a lunch when I was a kid, that certainly would be something that would happen to me. Um, <laughs> but I just. I mean, it could have been a better beer than Guinness, dude. <laughs> <laughs> with it. Like, it could have been a better beer than Guinness. Guinness nasty as shit to me. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I can't do that shit, man. Me it's, either. That's nasty. Yeah, he's drinking his Natty Light, which is almost as bad. <laughs> yes, that is nasty as shit. That is literally piss water. Everybody say Bud Ice is piss water. Natty Light is definitely piss water. Yes. But yeah, but I can see how that mistake happened. And then just trying to explain that to the teachers, though, right? Like, look, my son does not drink my beer. I'm not going to waste my money on my beer to give it to my damn son. Like, come on now. I'm not sharing my beer with his punk ass. Like, I don't like him that much. If you sharing my hard-earned money, yeah, he's drinking my shit. damn beer. Like, I was looking for that beer, right? Yeah. I'll, give you, I'll give you David's beer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I can see it now. He'd be like, I didn't fucking put this beer in here. <laughs> He's talking for himself. I can hear him say, I'm an alcoholic, but I wouldn't put my beer <laughs> in his lunch because I'm the alcoholic. I need my beer for myself. Like, 
No, because I got a perfect count on what I need for that day. And you're not getting it. You got a perfect count on how many beers you need in a day? Yeah. How, many, not, how many is that? Your business. No, I didn't. <laughs> so just imagine Jimmy putting, the older Jimmy putting a, a beer in there, right? And then he looked later on like, uh, why am I missing the beer? What happened? I'm missing one. I'm short one for the yeah, day. Yeah, right? like, I could be like shit-faced drunk. And I'll be like, I got a beer missing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'd, be, I'd be like in, in elementary school eating my Lunchable. I'd be like, huh, Bud Light. Who would have thought? Pass Blue Ribbon. <laughs> oh, this is Milwaukee's best. This ain't no root beer. Oh, no, no, no. I can't go Miller products. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. My, my girlfriend chimed in and said, okay, but I sent a liquid death to school for lunch with Wyatt, and they thought it was a beer. So, yeah. That don't surprise me. Yeah. I, 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 it looked I, like a Guinness can. I thought liquid death was some kind of like a kind of like a white claw type thing at first. Yeah. yeah. So like that, that don't exactly surprise me. And I saw somebody at work the other day fucking had one. And yeah, was, and why would you name it liquid death? Who would want to fucking drink something called liquid death? Like that's like a two that's like a two eleven, it's still reserved. That's liquid death. That's liquid crack. Like yeah. nobody wants to drink. Drink that shit, let alone something named Liquid Death. Like, come on. I, I saw him with the Liquid Death at work. I said, you drinking on the job, brother? We <laughs> hired somebody for that like a couple months ago. <laughs> what do you think? Oh, it's just nothing but sparkling water. Like, <laughs> And who the fuck want to drink sparkling water? Like, that's the nastiest shit ever. Like, give me some regular water, man. I don't want no sparkling water. Hell, I don't even want to drink water in general. No, I love water. That's all I drink. Last time I drank water was 1986. I don't fucking doubt that. So your liver is definitely fucked up, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, you gotta you gotta start drinking water with your liquor and your beer, man. You gotta eat it out, man. You gotta okay, so I will I, I when I drink liquor, I will drink water. That that is true. Because you gotta be responsible. This guy at work, me and him work together all day long. And every time he takes his bottle of water and points it towards me, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? I ain't drinking that. <laughs> right. But, yeah, that's crazy, though, because just all the, like, all the jokes that your, uh, like your classmates go come up with, like, oh, so you like to drink at school, huh? That's what you're doing? That's what we're doing now? You ain't sharing none of that? Like, <laughs> yeah. And he like, no, my liquid death's supposed to be in here. And they be like, sure, sure, your yeah, liquid death's supposed to be in there. Yeah. You, got the, you got the alcohol with you already. That's the liquid death you want to drink. Like, man, starting them young. That that reminds me of the time that I got caught at, at school, in high school, with weed on me. And I'll tell you what, I got, I got a five-day suspension for that. That's because, it? Yeah, because my drug test came back uh, good. Like everything was good with it. And then the, the, I, at the time I was a dumbass and I ratted out the kid who gave it to me and I would never do that now, but, <laughs> um, he ended up getting a 10 day suspension and he ended up going to, to juvenile hall for it. And to this day, it, we were freshmen in high school to this day, this kid blames me for his life being fucked up and bro, you just went to juvie for some weed. Like, 
get it together. <laughs> wow. And he blames you. Yeah. Wow. He shouldn't have gave you the weed. Like, dumbass, why are you giving weed? There was shit weed, too. <laughs> and, and it was shit weed. What did you do? Yeah. Smoke it after the drug test? Pro you know, I think I did. To be honest with you. I'm pretty sure that's exactly how it happened. I can't so, remember. God. So you told on a kid and got suspended for five days. That didn't even save you from a five-day suspension because you told who gave it to you? Yeah, I, get, I got five, five less, apparently, because of that. Um, but you know, I, I, I'm, I'm a little wiser now. I ain't no rat. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Cause like, I remember back in my school, people would get expelled for having weed on them. Asheville area city school is a little different, I guess. I guess they like, uh, that's only weed. Okay. Five days. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, fentanyl. That's about fucking three weeks. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh my I'm not god! Gonna make it laugh. <laughs> Bro, how, how many beers, uh, young Jimmy? Did old old Jimmy put in your lunchbox? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why. That's why my brain's all fucked up. I've been drinking all those beers for all that time. I thought it was cans of Pepsi. It was I thought it was fucking fun life. I thought it was your twenty-five years of South Park. This Pepsi's pretty fucking good. <laughs> I got a fight with uh, Black Cherry, uh, Jim Beam, <laughs> something like that. Oh, man, that's funny. I remember uh, I had a story on here from Crazy Funny Fucked Up News that a kid actually took uh, one of those uh, airplane shots to school. Mm. It was like a, a like a margarita and was giving it to the kids. It was like in kindergarten. So I'm like, man, they were They were definitely wasted like old Jimmy B. Like just wasted at the show. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, it's nap time. No fucking shit, dude. <laughs> Talking about saying your ABCs right now. They go two hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's crazy. That's hilarious. So that is this week's crazy, funny, fucked up news yeah oh man that's funny as hell mm -mm -mm. all right so it is that time y'all it is the time to end the show hey jimmy's i appreciate y'all coming to the podcast man coming on the couch man i enjoyed the show besides the tough technical difficulties i definitely enjoyed our conversation man absolutely thank you so much for having us man we we truly appreciate it Yes. Yeah, man. Anytime, man. I know uh, old, old Jimmy kept saying, when can we be on the show? When can we be on the show? I'm like, motherfucker, let me, let me get a date, man. I got you. <laughs> you asked me once. Said, I said, all right, let me work on it. He just no, kept no, 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 no. That ain't how it went. Yes. Oh, I got the messages to prove it. He's got the receipts. <laughs> I got the receipts. I got the receipts. He was like, I got to have young said, Jimmy here. I so said, we, one day I want to grow up and be on your show. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's funny. He's like, "Yeah, let's do uh, let let's do the podcast. Let's do the podcast." But then he just has me talk most of the time. <laughs> Why you're here? <laughs> Besides the technical shit. <laughs> is that the time he talked? Is when the technical difficulties was happening? That's when he was running his mouth, huh? No, we both were dead. Dad. <laughs> we're just, uh, you know what we do. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm, I'm excited to see you again here soon, though. 
Yeah, man, I'm excited to come back out. Bless the stage, man. Make some motherfuckers laugh, man. It's gonna be there in February, right? Yeah, yeah, man. I told you, I'm gonna be there. Brandon coming with me. Tsunami coming with me. We are gonna have a good time. I got some, got some then, heavy hitters coming with me. And then oh, later yeah. on, we're gonna have that uh, benefit that David talked to you about. That who April, talked May, about? June, something uh, for the uh, suicide prevention oh yes yes up y'all way yes yes definitely yes we can definitely do that yeah i'm down I'm, you know i'm on board with that anytime it's mental health awareness definitely. yeah anytime it's on that man i'm all i'm all on board with that man i love doing i love doing fundraisers man love giving back still got to get a little money because gas but but i love giving back man you know i i always give a discounted price when i do fundraisers so you know i think that might be the whole reason i try to be funny is because my mental health was terrible my whole entire life and i'm just like you know what let's make jokes out of it <laughs> hey listen la laughing at your pain is the best way to do it man you gotta get gotta get through it man we gotta we gotta take care of our mental health and it's it's a big thing it, uh, these times man all the shit going on gotta take care of yourself man so definitely everybody if you if you hurting Reach out, man. I'm here to talk to you. Ask for help, man. It ain't nothing but a phone call away. Any All the time, man. All the time. Got to stay. Got to stay healthy mentally wise. If you ain't mentally healthy, it's gonna fuck up your physical as well, man. So you, you know, got to do a good job on that shit too, man. Got to. Absolutely. All right. Before we get out of here, let hey let them know how they can follow y'all again. They can follow you on your personal page or the you know the factories page, but let them know how they can find you and. And uh, how they can, you know, get some updates on the shows up in Ashtabula County. So, yeah, the Wardy's Lab Factory Facebook page. Uh, like we said earlier, we got that whole 100, 275 likes up on that bitch. Hey, there but, you go. <laughs> um, but we're making moves. Uh, I did forget to say that I'm going to be with uh, Milton Wiley at uh, Toth's um, in Menor. I believe that's uh, the... It's next Wednesday. What's the date on that? I can't. It is eleven fifteen. Good sir. I'm excited to see Milton. I'm going to see him again this weekend and everything. So, looking forward to that first show that I'm doing without Wardy's Laugh Factory. So that'll be pretty fucking cool. There you go. There you go. That's a good shit. Yeah, I had to put that back up on the screen for you. Uh, Toss Place eleven fifteen. That's out in Menor. So go check him out. If you are close by, uh, definitely a fan of y'all comedy, uh, especially when older Jimmy get drunk and uh, <laughs> nonsense, but still having me laughing at the same time. And then I'd be like, all right, motherfucker, wrap it up. Your ass drunk. <laughs> right. I'm like, the first part was funny as hell. Let's, let's keep it at that. <laughs> now, you're, now you're pushing your freaking luck. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I know. I know. All right, y'all. And as always, we got to leave you with the clothes, something you can ponder on until the next time you see us on the couch on Just Therapy, the podcast live on Facebook and YouTube or next day on Spotify. And again, we will not be having a show next week because of the fundraiser. So come on out if you can, please do. But your clothes this week. And uh, I let one of y'all break it down in y'all terms. Uh, but your clothes this week, something you can ponder on. All right. So listen, I have learned not to allow rejection to move me. Yeah. Once again, here we go. I have learned not to allow rejection to move me. That is your clothes for this week. One of y'all want to break that down 
in your terms, maybe explain it a little better, which I got. I guess when it comes down to that, it just means don't let it get you down. You There's things in life that aren't always going to be positive. You're not always going to win. And you just got to keep your head back up and keep on on that grind, I guess, is the best way to put it. Hey, hey man, brother, I couldn't have said it better myself. Yes, indeedy. Once again, old Jimmy, young Jimmy, thank you so much for coming on the couch, y'all. Thanks for the, the extra for viewers, man. Us. Make sure the viewers, hey, I'm here every week, but except for next week. But every <laughs> Monday, we got a new guest on the couch every week. It's always a good time. We have a good time and have fun. And like I said, the best interactive podcast in the world, because like I said, We'll throw the comment on the screen and read it, except if you're talking about go bitch again. I ain't going to put that up here. I'm an old state. <laughs> oh, motherfucker. <laughs> and, if, and if that motherfucker wasn't stealing, was stealing signs, he <laughs> lost two years in a row, motherfucker. So we'll we'll see. Now he can't steal signs. We'll see. Everybody's stealing signs from Nebraska and shit like that. Yeah, but he That's stole signs from Ohio State. That's the only way he beat us. <laughs> Yeah, his job was on the line. He like, I'm gonna still, I'm gonna still assign. I'm gonna get fired. He like, I'm gonna still assign. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, hey fellas, I appreciate y'all. Other than that, y'all enjoy the rest of y'all day. Listen, one thing you can never get back is time, and I want to thank you for spending your time on the couch with us. That's all I got for you, ladies and gentlemen. Have a great rest of the week. I'll see you in two weeks after the fundraiser. I'm your host. We out. Be blessed. Get going. We out. Let's go. M-I-C-A-H Beats. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Just Therapy, where we talk about life with a comedy twist. With your hosts, comedian Sean Boyd, Antonio Ferguson, and Miss KT. We talk about a whole bunch of shit from politics to people actually taking shit. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the therapy session. Man, this be dope. Make a motherfucker want to rap. I can't rap, man. Hold up, here we go. I can't rap. I really can't. But come sit down on the couch with us. Man, I can't rap. Come to the couch. Enjoy the show. Let's go.